1: Hundred? What? 200! This is amazing Dude, when I, believe that? You, when I told you we were going to do a podcast every day, did you even think about the number 200? I did
2: not think one single bit about the number 200 I thought about, what? Every day? You're freaking nuts
1: <laughs> Episode 200, it episode blows 200 blows my mind, dude Yeah I mean, compared to where we were when we first started Which was? Like, just me and you fumbling around with this equipment, no yeah. video whatsoever Nope it was just really, really
2: just audio and like we're reading from some random uh, article and trying to you no know, well we started no. we started just talking about like us and who yeah, we are and where we come a, that from that was a
1: good one but we did have like our notes mapped out like we had an outline of what uh-huh. we oh, wanted to yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. dude that was crazy times
2: yeah we don't have any more uh, outlines any more overviews of what we want to talk about anymore we just kind of take it off the cuff and it works it's
1: because it's funner that way it
2: is funner, funner that is way not a word, but hey Katya how's that it going she said sing again Oh, wait. No. Oh, that kind. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I don't have a voice. Dun, 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 dun. I don't have a voice for dun, dun. singing. Tequila. Si so, de Mayo. so your uh, karaoke song then is tequila.
1: Tequila? Yeah. Because that's all I have to say?
2: Yep. Tequila. Dun, 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 dun. I don't even drink tequila. Uh, yeah, you're pretty lame. You don't... <laughs> Oh, shoot. Speaking of which, this was my goal, actually. This is 200. We need a toast. Oh, all
1: right, all right, all, all right. right. We'll bust out the toast. All
2: right, then. bust out the toast. Bust out the toast.
1: So... A little bit of Cran apple. A two hundred toast. All right, A ladies 200 and gentlemen. Two hundred toast. So, uh, first of all, I mean, we this this toast is is really for everybody who's been on the podcast. Yes. Um, I mean, all our guests from the very beginning when we had Jose on the show to uh, I mean, you, to, to Jeff Katz, who's been our last guest on the show, our most recent guest on the show. You guys are what's made this. Uh, this podcast what it is today you guys uh, who've come on the show and shared what what your experience was like who's told us your stories on what's going on in, in in the world of real estate why you decided to even get in the business you guys helped shape where we are today and where we're going tomorrow so this toast is for you guys cheers, cheers. Mm. Ooh. It's been Chron a while. Apple, it's been a while since I've had some. Yeah, it of that. has been a while for you. <laughs> so, uh, I guess that's a little bit of a testament to the shows that we've also gone on. Yeah. Right. As as uh as guests because of the connections that we made as hosts. Booze so, over business. Booze over business. And uh, you know, Jonathan, I know you're no longer there anymore, so I guess this is a little a little, you know. Shout out to Jonathan. Yeah, he's uh he technically retired from booze over business. He's oh. stepping away to focus his attention on, on the business part, mm-hmm. and so no more Jonathan. And so they're gonna continue doing it, I think. But um, maybe yeah. but, under a different name. May, uh, maybe the same name. Uh, different guests with Boncho. Mm-hmm. But you mm-hmm. know, no more no more Jonathan on the show. He'll All still right. come around, I'm sure, because you know they're they're close. They I think yeah. they even share an office over there, a Big Block. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. So, oh, yeah, I have to actually cheer. drink yeah, yeah, and
2: yeah. I'll do another one for you,
1: Jonathan. Ooh. All right. So, episode 200, what have we learned so far from doing the podcast? We have learned, well,
2: when we first started the podcast, I don't think we even talked about being a service to others. I think we just kind of started doing the podcast just... For the sake of doing the podcast, because Gary Vee and Tim and Julie Harris and everybody else told you to do a podcast.
1: They said, put content out. And I said, okay. All right. I'll do it. I'm really good at following directions. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you should have been in the military you should have been in the military. <laughs> Tell me what to do. I'll do it No, I'll, I'll yeah. I'm consistent. So I mean that's one of the things that I think we that I've personally pulled away from the podcast is the consistency factor Yes, the fact that we keep doing it day after day after day after day and every time we do it We just get a little bit better and we've met all mm-hmm. kinds of people uh, Big shout out to Jose and visionary media Because, uh, they've, they've come on the scene and ever since we, I mean, it started with Zabi, for example, Zabi came on the scene and he, he got us introduced to Jose and a lot of other people. And, um, and from there we basically, you know, we got little hints like, Hey, You guys are doing the podcast and it's great. Maybe you should start videotaping it a little bit. And we're like, oh, you know, that's a good idea. And then we talked to a little bit later and they're like, hey, you should try this new product called it's a sling studio and you can, you know, set up multiple cameras and banners and all these other things. We're like, you know, that's a good idea. Hey, you guys should uh, try going Facebook live and, you know, all these little things. You guys should modify your logo. You guys should do this, do that. All these different things that. I wouldn't have thought of on my own came from the people that we get to talk to. And and I think the biggest the biggest impression that this podcast has done for me is what we re- what I've recently branded with Jose, by the way, it's not just a podcast, it's a relationship building platform. And to me, that's that's really essentially what we've done here. I've taken my social media game to a whole new level. If you are even remotely close to my friends list, you've seen me probably either video on the comment or video DM that I sent you personally. Just checking up on you, making sure things are good or inviting you to be a guest on the podcast, whatever it is. But I'm trying to... Practice what I preach. I'm trying to tell you that you need to be visible on social media. That you need to have content being put out on a regular basis. That you have to follow up with uh, your your sphere of influence in a in a real way, in a personable way, um, to go out there and digi- use a digital handshake, which means leave a video comment or a video DM uh, and and communicate with your with your the people who are around you because that's where your business is going to come from. Um, and then most recently, I actually started. Uh, the exp thing i joined exp in october uh and i I, you know what what i really like about it is the daily coaching that's there the opportunity as a real estate agent to have a revenue stream uh the cloud based brokerage that's there so if i ever need any help it's really simple for me to talk to the accounting department or the broker or the whatever i need at that particular time tech support whatever i need they're always there and it's easy for me to get access to those sorts of things but most recently, with the podcast and with everything we've been doing, I've decided to start working more on the recruiting side since mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. that's what the relationship allows me to do. And really cool thing, for example, I've reached out to a few agents, some some big hitters, right? And not so much as a recruitment tool, although the way I've approached them is the way I tend to do my recruiting. But to ask them for help, Right. To say, hey, you know, uh, Dean, for example, mm-hmm. Anthony, Francisco, I've reached out to these to these big players in, in the industry. and I'm like, hey, let me you know, let me share with you what I'm what I'm trying to do and give me some feedback. Yeah. Like, You know, we want to
2: know we want to know the objections right up front so that we can right. uh, be prepared.
1: Yeah. yeah. I want to know, what, what, yeah. you know what, what to do. And I know that these people have already been approached a number of times. For sure. Right. So my biggest thing is why have you said no? What, yeah. What's what's stopping you? And not that I'm trying to convince you to go otherwise, because you know if it's for you, it's for you. If it's not for you, it's not for you. That's not my it's not my gig. But I want to know why, because Fair if I know why, when I talk to other people, that's something I can you know I can understand, I can get, to, I can empathize with, and, so I'm gonna, and move
2: forward. I'm gonna say. Um, I've been a little bit distracted because I've been trying to do this, uh, tagging people and saying hi to people and it's just not working for some reason. I don't know what's going on. We always run into some kind of technical difficulty. I don't know what it is. Um, but one thing that we forgot to mention,
1: 365 pairs of shoes,
2: 365 pairs of shoes. Oh, yes. Still collecting, still collecting shoes. Uh, We're trying to give away 365 pairs of shoes for the homeless by the end of the year. Uh, We're doing really well so far. We've got a couple of bags back here behind me. You can see some uh, back there behind Hernan over the back of his head. Uh, So keep bringing us those shoes. If you have some shoes to give away, let me know. Uh, Shoot me a DM, slide in my DMs, and I will... And send me your address. I'll ride over there, rum rum rum,
1: and uh, pick up those shoes. Or a text message, 619-884-0045. All right, so back to giving credit where credit is due. So I reached out to different people. I reached out to uh, Anthony. I reached out to Francisco. I reached out to Dean, these big hitters. And all of them, all of them, because of the relationship that we've built uh-huh. with the podcast— have answered back and have have you know I've either picked up the phone with some of them and and, and talked to them mm-hmm. or or I've been going back and forth. Can with we video ask DMs? What are,
2: uh, what have you learned? What kind of feedback have you received? All
1: kinds of stuff. Yeah, um, talk to us, man. I I don't know if I if I want to. Don't go call into anybody details. out. Yeah. Don't
2: call anybody out. Don't say who said what. But what are some of the
1: uh uh. Objections that you've heard, yeah. So, so some of the objections have th- been things like, you know, I, I don't like, I don't want to go with exp because it's an eighty twenty split, for example, okay. right? Um, and it has a sixteen thousand dollar gap. Yeah, right? sure. Okay, so um, because there are hundred percent brokerages, or I can be on my own and get a hundred percent brokerage, mm-hmm. right? Brokerage, and so you know that's not really a thing for me. Uh, and and for me, the biggest part of exp as far as the recruitment aspect of it is the ability for uh that residual income like dude you you know we're big proponents of for me, if I can talk to somebody and help them realize that retirement is not a problem that is, that has an age solution; it's mm-hmm. a problem that has a cash flow solution right. attached to it. It's right? the whole point. It's the whole point. Yeah, but most people don't think of it that way. They think of it as when I retire, you know, when I, when I turn sixty-five, I'll retire. When I turn sixty-seven or sixty-two, whatever that is, mm-hmm. but they don't realize that it's a cash flow problem. So whenever we come across something, uh, the biggest thing for me at the at, at, up until exp was. Rental real estate. So here we are, 200 episodes later.
2: If you go all the way back to episodes one, two, three, five, whatever we're at, we were still talking about this cash flow thing even back then. So one thing that I can say is that over 200 episodes, this has not changed. If you want to retire, if you want to be rich, if you want to be financially free, you need to have your money working for you. And EXP gives you the opportunity, opportunity to make that happen. It's just one of the opportunities, right? One of the opportunities. It's,
1: here's another Here's another uh, objection, for example. It's like, you know, well, I don't want to do any recruiting or, or, you know, I don't want to be bringing in agents. That's not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Good, because if you're a real estate agent. Your first primary focus should be in buying and selling houses. That's right, right. That's what that's what it's all about. That's why you're in the business. My concern is that, I, like I was talking to you know the people I reached out to, I was talking to them and I was saying the W two people have an advantage against the 1099 people when it comes to saving for retirement. Why? Because it's done automatically for them. Mm -hmm. Taxes are withheld from their paycheck automatically for them. They get contributions to their 401k or defined benefit or defined contribution plans automatically. So they don't have to worry about it. They don't have to think about it. Everything is done for them ahead of time and all their budgeting is the net paycheck that they get. Versus when you talk to those 1099 people, our real estate agents, our insurance agents, all these other all these other people, none of that's done for you guys. Right. So what happens is you might be the most productive agent out there, but you're also not handling your money that, the way that you know you should. And when mm-hmm. it comes time to pay your taxes, you don't have all that money to pay your taxes. When it com- and, and since you don't have money to pay your taxes because you're probably struggling to pay your normal bills, you probably don't have enough money to put away for yourself because you didn't. You didn't set yourself up to do that as a habit at the beginning in the first place. So eXp is one of those things where it takes it off the top and Mm -hmm. you're already contributing to your cap. You're contributing to a downline. You're contributing to uh, the opportunity to every single one of your closes take 5% and buy stock in a company. Right. And it's one of those things where you can do that right off the top and make it automatic for yourself. And and does it cost, you know, are you on that 80-20 split? Sure you are. Mm-hmm. But if you do, you know, if you do understand how the system works and what benefits it has for you, then you're you're starting to open your eyes to the other opportunities. The fact that when I'm in real estate and I'm selling property, I need to take that cash flow and put it away for myself. Mm-hmm. I need to take that cash flow, that that cash that I've made as a profit for my business. And turn around and put it to work for me, either buying rental properties. Now, the thing that super blew my mind was when I went to this EXP Expo. He like they put it in perspective in numbers, in a number sense that Mm -hmm. helped me really see the the bigger picture. Like, uh, you know, the 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 um the revenue stream that you can have from EXP is super cool. Depends on how you attract agents. If you're really really interested, um, if this is something that's kind of piquing your interest. Make sure you text 123EXP to 31996. I'll send you a quick little seven-minute video, and you'll understand a little bit about how this structure works. And then if you have more questions, hit me up. I'd love to have lunch with you and talk about it a little bit more. Um, but the way that, that EXP had it set up, it's like if you if you do attract agents to, mm-hmm. to EXP, and I, I prefer the word attract because recruiting is just like it's too much of a pitch. Look, if you're doing it and you're liking it like I do, like I understand the value in it, people are going to see the value that I – That I see in it, and they're going to be attracted to that same type of thing.
2: There's a word that I'm looking for. It's like on the tip of my tongue. Not association, but connotation. 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 Yeah, the recruiting the, the word recruiting has a different a connotation, connotation than you know as a well. I don't know about negative necessarily, but I understand uh, the and one of the big reasons why why recruiting in this sense has a negative connotation is because a lot of people think of esp exp as an MLM. Oh, absolutely right. And so when you get that that MLM pitch, you know, it really becomes you know recruiting has that negative connotation, whereas attracting people has a little bit more of a yeah, more uh, of a positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We think it. so.
1: So, anyways, you're gonna see the passion that I have behind it because it just makes sense. It really does. You're already doing passion. the business, right? Passion. Yeah, yeah. No, but, but that's really what it comes down to. So, if you're able to attract some agents, and maybe you're horrible at it, maybe you only attract one, two, maybe three agents a year for one or two years, mm-hmm. you could essentially build a three thousand dollar a month cash flow coming from your revenue stream. Just by literally talking about what your brokerage is. You do it all the time anyways. You do it for whatever brokerage you're with. The only difference is once you buy into that brokerage, I don't care what it is. The blue one, the green one, the red one. It, it doesn't matter mm-hmm, what the mm-hmm. brokerage is you wear those colors proudly. Yeah. And if you're with this one, you'll wear those colors proudly too. Mm-hmm. So you're going to attract agents anyways. That's what it's, Yep. That's what it's all about, right? And as you do that, on top of closing your normal deals, you're going to build a revenue stream. And it's and, and the best explanation I've heard is no matter what brokerage you're with, right? You're going to you, there's already a profit sharing thing involved there. It's just for some of them, the profit sharing goes to just the owners. For the other ones, maybe the profit sharing goes to the offices or the regional directors and it's based on, you know, nets, for example, the net profit, you might be able to split a certain percentage, whatever. EXP takes the profits and splits them directly with the agents. Right back to them. Right back to so them. So basically it's still that 80-20 same, split yeah, it, it's still becomes 100%. Same. It can become 100%. So if, you, if you're attracting agents 1, 2, maybe 3 a year, which is not too much anyways, mm-hmm. you can... Essentially become a true 100 percenter on top of that If you take advantage of the opportunity and put money away from your closings take a little bit and buy some stock at a 20% discount like you can Mm -hmm. literally build yourself a portfolio that you have an exit strategy Mm -hmm. that that way that way you can catch up to these w2 people who have an exit strategy The reason why they're looking at 65 is because somebody has calculated how much money they need to put away working for the companies as long as they do So they have a target of 65 There's a target for you, too you just don't have anything put
2: away for it yet. Well, the target, like you said, it's not an age thing. It's a numbers thing. It's a numbers it's thing. It's how, how fast much can
1: you put that money away? Yeah.
2: What's your cash flow? What What do you need to retire? How much money do you want or do you need to retire? We already know our
1: number. Right. So, so, but, but check this out. So if you're, if you talk to a financial planner, by the way, May 22nd, um, we're gonna be putting together an event where you can sit down and talk to a financial. Wait, planner. what? Oh, yeah, Business is Bros is hosting an Business event. Business Bros, and, literally news to me. Yeah, Business Bros and uh, Mr. Ricky Vaza with uh, Business
2: Bros and Vicky Vaza over at Driven. At uh, Driven,
1: Driven Wealth Management. That's, That's awesome. Right. So, so he's putting together one on April, on um, May twenty second, May twenty seven p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, where are we at? Uh, it's like Decanter Drive. I think it's um where the where the where the Corvette Diner is, what's that place called? Oh, Liberty Station. It's at Liberty Station. Liberty area. Station. Okay, so, very cool. So that's where right. it be. Ladies and, and gentlemen,
2: mark your calendars, May 22nd, 7 p.m. at Liberty Station. So that way
1: you hear from somebody other than me, and he's looking at it from a financial perspective. So if you ever talk to a financial planner, they're going to tell you, you're going to put all this money away, and when you hit retirement, you're going to have a 4% withdrawal. It's like a basic number that they end up pulling, right? Yeah. A 4% withdrawal so that you can get the money that you need to on a monthly basis. You can build with EXP that three thousand dollars a month just by attracting those three agents. Year one, year two. By the time you hit year two, then you're in a position where you could be earning that kind of money just from those mm-hmm. people who cap. Assuming these agents cap out, right? and
2: the agents that are building teams already, you're already doing this. You're already, you're already building these teams, but you're n- not necessarily getting that residual from it.
1: Here's what blows. Here's the part that blew my mind. To earn three thousand dollars a month, that's thirty-six thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Earning and for it to be paid out at four percent, I would have to put away nine hundred thousand dollars in like a in an IRA or a four hundred one k account to over be the course of your life out, to be spitting out four percent mm-hmm. to be getting that three thousand dollars. Right, nine hundred thousand dollars. That's after commission. That's after taxes. I would have to put that much money away. Yet I can build it just by continuing to sell real estate that I'm already doing and attracting agents. Now, let
2: me tell you all this. I joined the Navy way back in 2006, and one of the first things that they did was teach us a little bit about this program that they had called TSP. I don't even remember what it stands for, but it's basically the uh, Military's 401K, Military's uh, – uh, get ready for the gym, it says – Um, Yes, I will Phone, iPhone Uh, Anyway, so it's telling you And it's doing the math here for you It's saying uh, that when you join the Navy At 20 years old, 25 years old Somewhere in that range And you start putting money away then When you get to 65 You'll be able to retire Because you're going to have like 1.5 Or maybe 2 million dollars With all of that compound interest stuff going on right? What they don't tell you Is that that's 40 years later
1: Well they told you It's at 65 40 years But they knew you didn't know How to do the compound interest oh math, and, and you could barely do The calculation of Where you're at at
2: 20 To and get to most, 65 and, and be honest Most people don't start Putting away the money that, that early And so if you're one of those people Like me That didn't put away That money that early Now you're uh, You know Kind of in the second quarter of life 35 years old Right And you're like Oh crap
1: What am I gonna do So we have more options. So we have more options. And that's what it, what it comes down to. It's it's the options. So once I found out that you had to put away $900,000 to get that amount of money, $3,000 a month. After, take you 40 years to do it. Take you Using so long. Using TSP. Takes you so long. How much are you producing on a regular basis, on an annual basis? And Most how much
2: th- of it are you putting away?
1: Most agents are only at the about forty five thousand dollars a year marker. If you're kicking that's, some, that's butt, the average, right? Yeah. If you're kicking some butt, maybe you're at a hundred, maybe one hundred fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. That's a great career, by the way. You still got to pay taxes on that. You still mm-hmm. got to pay all your bills. You still have your lifestyle, and then you still got to put money away to get to that nine hundred thousand dollar marker. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. only three thousand a month. Mm-hmm. That's assuming you do that. It's only three thousand a month. The possibility in exp is way more than that. That's only the revenue share. If you're also putting away the stock. You don't know where it's gonna be. A while ago, a couple years ago, it was trading at cents. Then it went out to a couple bucks. I think last time I saw it, it was somewhere around twelve dollars. Mm-hmm. This is one of the fastest growing brokerages. And if you have stock in a company that's growing, right? If you knew, for example, uh, the, the 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 example they always give us, if you knew that Blockbuster was. Going down because of Netflix, would you invest in Blockbuster? Right. No, you'd invest in Netflix, of course. Mm-hmm. Right. Are you investing in Barnes Noble? Or are you investing in Amazon? Right. Which one are you picking? You're choosing by by default if you're participating. You're choosing to pick one or the other, and so you know that's an option. We are also in in uh, in insurance. For the same exact reason, once you develop a book of business and you nurture that book of business, it has a passive component to it. Yep. Is there servicing involved? Sure, there is. Does it mean you can absolutely walk away 100%? No. and if you set it up right. If you set it up right. Well, that's a whole different ballgame. A that's whole what we're talking ballgame. about, being a business well, owner, being self-employed. Absolutely, that's a whole different absolutely.
2: Ballgame. And we're, we're talking about you know everything that we're doing over here at Pipeline anyway. We're really trying to set up our agents to get to a point where they can build this solid book of business and still be able to walk away and keep that. Uh, residual income I mean there are some relationships that you will always have you know if mom calls and needs something for her insurance she's not gonna call the 877 number 877 928 she's not gonna call that 877 <laughs> number she's gonna call her son right there are some relationships that you're always going to maintain but for the most part when it comes to everything that we're doing at pipeline 2 we're doing the same thing we're trying to set it up so that all of our agents have the tools the know-how the structure and the backing from a company that is setting up for the long haul. We want our customers to be able to call us and get any kind of servicing that they need, get everything taken care of. And I mean, everything that I'm doing in that company is to be able not just for me to take a step back and not be in the servicing mode every single day, but our agents as well. So
1: and that's that's the thing. We're always looking for those true business structures, true the business. next the next best thing. We know technology's out there and it's gonna improve, so we're trying to take advantage of that that opportunity and make it the best we possibly can. And when we finally figure out something that works, we had to tell everybody. That's it. We have to tell everybody. That's what it is. Cause if I don't, My head's going to (laughs) explode. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you
2: don't, you're doing a disservice to everybody. We're just here to be of service to others. That's
1: exactly it.
2: And we have so many options in so many ways and so much value that we want to bring to the table. And that's what this whole thing is all about. That's the whole reason. Really? Really, really, that's, you know, aside from creating content, as soon as we were maybe even 10 episodes in, we're like, yes, we have to find ways to bring value because just putting out the content, who gives a shit? let's yeah. be honest what re- people really care about is how do we bring value and that's why when liam told you at eight years old hey uh you need to bring influencers on and it's absolutely true so we start bringing on these influencers and all of these people are bringing their value because they are doing big things zabi's doing big things and jose is doing big things and anthony and and jonathan and All these people that we bring on uh, and Jeanette and Jenny and, uh, you know, all these different people, everybody that we bring onto the show has brought so much value to us, so much value to our listeners. And now we're bringing people like Cindy Moon just last week, you know, getting out there into a horse ranch and saying, hey, everybody needs to come check this out. And it's just a matter of bringing value and opening up that marketing and showing people what's out there because it's not just the podcast. It's a relationship building platform. It's a relationship building platform.
1: That's where it's all about, and and it, so so honestly, that's where we where I see the business bros going. I see it as a place where we're gonna tell you what's hot and what's not. We're gonna tell you what's working and what's not working. We're mm-hmm. gonna share with you what other people are doing, and they're gonna share it with you out of their own mouths and they're going to do it right here on this platform and you're going to which you're going to get to know them they're going to get to know you and hopefully you continue to engage with them not just on the show and listening Mm -hmm. but actually reaching out and talking to them send them a video dm send them a message send them a comment whatever it takes but make sure you build those relationships
2: yeah speaking of what's hot and what's not uh i had a conversation with one of our agents one of our pipeline agents uh yesterday had some lunch and uh he was talking about you know how he's using social media and this that and the other, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm growing my friends list, and now every time I get a me- i get a new friend, I send them a message, you know, a little hi, how you doing?" And I said, "What kind of message?" He's like, yeah, you know, whatever, just uh, type something out, hi." I was like, "You got to start doing video messages," and his mind was,
1: "It's simple, it's different." It's simple. I started doing video comments. Video comments now. So check this out. I mean, it, it, you can't do it on Instagram, but you can do it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Video comments are amazing because there's people who have things going on and there are people who are commenting. And it's a very active feed, but you pretty much scroll through the feed. What do you stop at? You stop at the gifts. you stop at mm. the pictures, you stop at the videos. Yep. And so what am I doing? I'm saying exactly what everybody else is saying. Hey, congratulations. It's really cool. I find that amazing. Whatever's going on I in love that it. particular post, but I'm saying it using video. And so now that person knows that it's personable. I actually Personal. typed it. Uh, personal right i actually typed it they can see the emotion they don't have a, like an exclamation point after every sentence which i have a habit of doing exclamation so, mark yeah exclamation mark point oh mark. No, no, no it doesn't oh, matter okay. it's just you know yeah. when
2: you're typing to siri or like exclamation mark
1: yeah, yeah yeah so so you know now it's personal it's me yeah. right and not only do they see it but everybody, everybody on the feed sees it yep Right. And so that's that's where you're getting out there. You're getting more attention from not only the friends list, but their friends and your friends. list is going to grow. So just try to be a little bit different. Is video uncomfortable? Yeah. So here's my suggestion. Use the stories. If your videos suck, they're going to disappear in 24 hours anyways. But make sure you videotape. You don't even if you mess up. Cool. Do it again. Do it again. But post post. I promise you. Nobody really cares. (laughs) They're not going to remember it, but it's getting you in the habit. Yeah, Yeah, it's getting you in the habit of doing it. It's getting you in the habit of practicing and you're going to get better and better and better.
2: Hey, one thing that I heard you say, uh, and hopefully this is a nugget for everybody who's listening. One thing that I heard you say maybe last week was that you were able to use Instagram to track like when most of your viewers or most of your followers were actually online and you set your alarms based on that. Yeah. What kinds of times are we talking about?
1: So uh, I, it just depends on on your particular stuff and who you're. Sure, I'm talking about people. you. So I put, um, I think I have one at 12:45. I have one at 2:05. I have one at 3:45, and I have one at 6:40. Okay, something like that. And so so those are when the alarms go off. So if you if you're paying attention to my Instagram story, that's roughly when I'm putting stuff out. But what's really cool is not so much that I'm putting that stuff out is that people engage with it. Mm-hmm. Right People People will send a message back And laugh Or add a little You know Gift to it or, yeah, yeah. or You know Say thank you Give the shout outs By the way I like the attitude of gratitude Which I stole from uh, Gary V I believe You know Waking up with that gratitude And you know Saying thank you to stuff And literally taking posts out And doing Instead of selfies Being about you thank somebody Who helped you out that Ooh, day Nice I Right like Just it. go and reach out Tag them And say thank you I really appreciate What you've done You took that extra mile You will feel better for for saying thank you, I love it. They will really appreciate the fact that you say thank you. Try it out, and it's it's content. It's you practicing talking to the camera. It's you practicing putting stuff out there. It's you being uh, active member in your community. It's you putting out the effort, like you actually care.
2: All right, man. We're 200 episodes in, so that means that I need to step up my game and start following like what you're doing, honestly. And I like that attitude of gratitude. I can start with that
1: at least right? at least
2: at least at least because there's plenty of people that are helping me out throughout my day every day uh, people that I'm working with people you know especially my agents man uh, whether it's uh, I mean they, they thank me like if I'm doing them a great you know big service which I mean I I am because I'm helping them to to write the business and, and be successful but them doing the work that they're doing that's a huge service to me and I appreciate every single one of you so uh, let's see who did I talk to today Eleanor Soto John Freitas uh everybody that was on our pipeline team call uh amy reed and julia ross and uh can't think of anybody else off the top of my head but all of you guys you guys are awesome you guys rock thank you for what doing what you do and i'm gonna a, start doing that
1: yeah i'm gonna call you out by the way call me out now you're gonna have to hop on your the actual Facebook. story yep and the send, story. Them a, send them a thank you a personal thank you there it
2: is there it is you heard it here first
1: all right ladies and gentlemen how we doing Oh, we're good. We're we're, good. we're we're at that time. All right, cool, cool. I kind of had that feeling. Well, yeah,
2: you're good. you you. you it's like you've it's like a second nature. It it. After two hundred yeah. after two hundred episodes, you'd think he'd know when you know we it hit the half hour up, mark, right?
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen. Really, really want to say thank you to all our listeners, to all our podcast guests, to everyone who supported us. We really, really appreciate all the help that you guys have given us, all the support that you guys have given us. Two hundred episodes in, we're gonna be keep we're gonna keep doing this every single day and get better and better. If you wouldn't want, if you want to be a guest on the podcast. Hernan at csverse.com or just send me a, uh, give me a call 619-884-4915. And if you're EXP curious, if I, if you even are thinking about it, if it popped in your head and you're like, huh, I wanna know more, just text 123EXP to 31996. I'll send you a seven minute video. And if you wanna sit down and chat, we can. I am trying to book my lunch sessions every single day. So if you happen to be thinking about having lunch and would rather not eat lunch by yourself, let me know. I'd like to hang out with you, talk to you, get to know you a little bit more. Or at least send me a digital handshake and say what's up when I send you a, uh, a video DM. So really, 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 really appreciate you guys. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Uh, you've made uh, Business Bros very, very successful. And we're just getting started, baby. We're just getting started. Follow us on all our social media feeds, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Business Bros Pod. That's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye-bye. And I'm out.
0: Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email businessbros at right now or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.